Hi, I'm Gordon. And I'm Fiona. We're from Gate Church International in Dundee, Scotland, and we'd like to welcome you to this week's podcast. Our goal here is growing people to bring Christ into our communities and to see you get connected with God as people and as purpose. We hope this message inspires you in your faith journey. Thank you. Hey, good morning, church. So uh, it's so good to have you with us this morning. And uh, what an amazing service we've had so far. The worship, the word and the prayer, it's been awesome. So this morning we want to just do something a little bit different. Um, We have Pastor Gordon, our uh, pastor of the church, the house here in Dundee. And uh, myself, Simon, and my wife, Tori, uh, we head up our youth here um, in Dundee in the church. So we want to have a conversation between pastor, youth pastor, kind of that dynamic and um, what does that look like? And then how do we, I guess, take the Bible and the biblical perspective of being a every generational church? And uh, where's your role in that this morning? So don't, don't switch off. This is not all about the youth. This is not all about the young people. This is about all of us, every generation. Gordon, great to have you this morning. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Good morning, Sai, and good morning, church. Yeah, I think Sai's absolutely right. Just talking about generational church and how all the uh, generations uh, clicking together, I think that's absolutely, absolutely massively important as we look at church and how to release people across the generations. So, so just to kick us off, then it's always good to to uh, get into the word and. <laughs> take a biblical perspective so God, maybe you could just share just a few minutes um you know what what does the bible have to say about generations how does the bible model or, or what stories or narrative do we have in the word of god that that kind of demonstrates the the importance of every generation yeah absolutely i think when we look back at the the old testament or first testament scriptures uh we see the account of how things transitioned from a grandfather to a son to the next son and so on and so forth. When we look at the life of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we can see it as tri-generation or trans-generational. So Abraham had a vision by faith he received from God. And Mm. Abraham's son, Isaac, uh, downloaded uh, the same promise. And in that promise, uh, he then passed that on to Jacob. And then after Jacob came Joseph, and Joseph was one of 12 sons that became the 12 tribes of Israel. So there's something very, very significant when we see the, the transgenerational thing where things are passed on from one generation uh, to mm. the next. Other examples, obviously, are Elijah, Elisha, uh, where we see the baton, this spiritual mantle passed on uh, from yeah. one person to another. And we obviously see various examples um, in, in, in the Old Testament scripture where David had his mighty men, he gathered 400 men that were depressed, uh, deluded, discouraged, <laughs> in debt, all of these. And they, uh, <laughs> they, they, he, he mentored and uh, yeah. helped them master their inner inferiority and turned them into warriors uh, for God. So there's great examples of people being mentored and generations coming afterwards, uh, which is mm. huge. It's there in the, the Old Testament and obviously in the New Testament scriptures as well. Yeah. So then, so bring that into to 2020, then pastoring a church. Um, 
I guess a bit of a loaded question, like we know, we know it is, but why is it important to be a multi-generational church? Um, and how do you and Fiona, or just a few keys, how, how or what are you doing uh, to cultivate uh, every generation? Um, you know, you, you can't be the kids pastor, the youth pastor, no, the every pastor. So what are you guys doing? And, and I guess like, how are you intentionally maintaining that and put the importance of that every generation and their roles? Yeah, I think I think it's a great question. And it's absolutely crucial that we uh, impact and uh, impart to every single generation. Obviously, Fiona and I cannot do that ourselves with every single person, every single <laughs> child, every single youth in the church. So really what we're about as a church is, is uh, raising up leaders that will impact mm. the kids, the youth, the teens, the 20s, the, every generation. Uh, so I think, I think firstly, you've got to have a heart uh, to want to touch every generation. When we started off in ministry, I started off in ministry almost 30 years ago. Uh, for wow. me, I worked with young people, I worked with the youth, and it was a tremendous privilege and honor. And many of these young people are still... Uh, around us today and some of them around the world. I know one guy uh, who's planted uh, a lot of churches uh, wow. who, uh, just just been impacted by the Spirit of God uh, in the church a long time ago. And I know of <laughs> others who've gone on to do great exploits for God uh, throughout the nations as well. So I think we've grown, we've expanded because I think to begin yeah. with, we were all about the young people. So we're laser focused. That's who we were. That's what we were called to do. But then when... Um, uh, Fiona's dad passed the mantle uh, onto myself and Fiona. It was like something had to grow and expand within us to see broader. And that yeah. happened almost instantly. But that growth journey is huge. And I think to have a, a father's heart, a mother's heart, is one that um, uh, wants to bless every single generation uh, in our church. I think it's really important that our elders, our older people, uh, are honored and esteemed. Mm, absolutely. And, uh, that they're gleaned from, the wisdom that they've got is gleaned from. Uh, and I think uh, the fa younger families, et cetera, they, they need to be honor, uh, honored and esteemed as well and uh, inspired and want to be around uh, older people who are going to inspire them to be great parents uh, have, or have great marriages as well. I think that's really important. And mm. um, so I, th I think it's the, 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 the rubbing off where, where you're around people, something happens where someone rubs off. Yeah. And I just know that I remember uh, years ago, <clears throat> there's a gentleman called Tony Miller. Who remembers Tony Miller? A lot of hands. <laughs> he's, he's called Bishop Tony Miller now. And he's got a tremendous apostolic gift. And I remember him hearing one of the best sermons I'd ever, not I'd ever preached, <laughs> that I'd ever heard. He preached a great yeah. sermon in the church. Uh, but afterwards, I had the privilege of uh, having dinner with him and uh, Pastor Stewart along with Fiona and some others. And, I just remember just asking him a question and just some of the answers that he gave and some of the wisdom and insight rubbed off. And I think that's key is that we can hear great speakers because we can tune in online and listen to great people. But I think as things begin, and begin to unlock, it's important that we get alongside people, but listen mm. and allow things to, 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 to rub off. One of the things, you know, with Jesus, when he led his 12 is that he was with them. In other words, he was alongside them, and they, they rubbed shoulders with him. They learned from him. They had meals with him every day for approximately three years. And I think yeah. it's just that being with people, alongside people, and recognizing that we can have that influence 
that sort of kingdom influence and uh, have an impact on people's lives across the generations as well. Yeah, no, that's huge. That's cool. And and so then um, you're, you've got three three children who are all in the youth um, under, I guess, kind of my inventory's watch. But I guess what is your heart um, commission, if you like, maybe to, to, to me and Tori? Um, what's your vision, I guess, for, for the youth through, through me and Tori? What are you kind of, what are you and Fiona looking to do with either me or Tori or any, any relationship between a pastor and a youth pastor? What, what do you think some of the key kind of dynamics are um, in that? And um, you can now tell everyone how badly we're doing or, or how no, we're doing. doing so. <laughs> <laughs> the floor's yours. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's actually a really, really good question. I think from, firstly, from a biblical perspective, it's all the twos. This is going to sound like a bingo game, but two, two, two. Yeah. So you remember 2 Timothy 2, verse 2, it talks about where he's instructed to uh, train others who will instruct others, who will then go on to teach others. And it's that whole impact of mentoring and having an impact on people and, and, and raising up leaders. Often when, when we think of the, the, the church model, we talk about the early church model. You look at the 12 disciples, you mm. look at Paul's teaching to Timothy there. There's, the, 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 there's something where um, the, there's an awareness that others are yet to come and they've yet to train them and raise them up. So I think the key thing is having that biblical perspective is that the, the word of God must go in people's hearts first. Um, yeah. We, but that sometimes happens as we as we get alongside people and, and train people and inspire people. I think we've got often I, I hear people complain about social media and how because I, I know that it can be overused, abused, but the third op- option is properly used. And it's important that we properly properly use every medium. And yeah. as we as as we spend time with people online, I've had to like everyone else, I think we've we've done a lot of Zoom meetings or other platforms we've used platforms, there's, yeah. a danger, there's a danger of fatigue but I think in the midst of it it's a privilege to have it because if it was 1918 with a, the pandemic that happened then 100 years ago uh, there was none mm. of this technology we've, we've got the privilege of using this technology to connect pray with one another the spirit of God moving people getting healed people getting saved online through calls it's just just outstanding so I think it's just been being sensitive to the the Holy Spirit and and recognize it's a it's a privilege to lead others many yeah. many years ago those those um a man of god by the name of gerald coates that came to the gate and this this was going back in the mid 80s when i was a young laddie and i only saved <laughs> a year or two i'd only come to faith in jesus so it was like i think it was 19 uh, going on 20 and uh, th- this guy prophesied over people publicly. Then when the meeting had finished, I'd gone back into the meeting, having been out to look for someone. Um, then uh, Fiona's dad, Stuart Brunton, the founder of the church, he was speaking to the guest speaker. And the guest speaker, can I speak to this young man over here? And uh, Stuart said, yeah, of course you can. So he sat down and he said, can I have a chat with you? And I, I nearly freaked out. <laughs> I was going, what have I done wrong? <laughs> I thought, what have I done? And uh, he said, what's your name? I said, Gordon. He said, Gordon, God's called you into leadership. He's going to use you. He's going to raise you up. You're going to be a voice. You're going to touch people. You're going to... And he started talking through things. And as he was talking, I, I looked over my shoulder to see if he was talking to another Gordon. 
That's how low my self-esteem <laughs> was. Oh, wow. I think it's absolutely crucial that we, as leaders, that we're able to speak into young people. Now, when yeah. um, Peter the Apostle was called, G Jesus, G Jesus spoke to him and told him that he'd build the church, that he'd be the apostle of the church. And so Jesus saw the potential in Peter in such a, such a huge way. And I think it's just so crucial that we as leaders, as we pass things on to young people, we speak to the we speak we speak by faith into that which is yet to come. So in other words, we speak to we speak to what is to come by faith. And often yeah. when we prophetically lead people, it, it's seeing what God sees. And that is so important as leaders that we see as he sees. If I was to see, you know, if people were to see me in my human condition, I wouldn't I wouldn't have any prophetic words over my life because they would have perceived in the flesh. Or by human nature but because they perceived in the spirit they spoke yeah. that which they saw which is the by the spirit of god and i think mm. it's important that we see that over one another and see it see it in young people as well there's so much downing of young people today i've had so many people oh, yeah. say negative things about young people <laughs> this or that and i i love young people i just love their enthusiasm i love their zeal and I love, I, I just think some of them are waiting on a, a click moment where somebody prophesies the word, the seed word, and they begin to open up and flourish in their, their destiny and calling. That's, that's what I believe for young people today. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's been, it's been really quite cool to see and an honor and a privilege. I, I shared this on my social media this week to see, A, the young people so involved today, but they've been involved yeah quite a bit on the screen in the last few months as we've been doing virtual church but as we've heard about the well-being project and and my wife's you know Tori's kind of helping run that and the amount of young people that are volunteering um, yeah, huge, huge. and helping and, it, and and I don't say that to to try and like shame anyone else or to it's just but you know that's for us like me and Tori a little bit of a like job done that we don't just build spiritually confident teenagers we don't just build um just information in them but we actually like hopefully that we see them be the hands and feet which they are doing which is incredible we've not had to give them a kick up the backside to do that it's almost kind of been organic um which which is awesome and then and i think like if i may like at the moment to take a moment actually to say thank you to to everyone because it isn't just me and Tori it's mm. it's parents that release and trust us it's those in the house that are speaking to the youth you know I think of like Mo and Jenny how how they always have a heart to give young people an opportunity are they going to mess up sometimes absolutely but I love how their heart is just to to kind of let let them have a go um mm. which is which is key. It's it's the whole it's the old saying, isn't it? Be be the stealing someone else's floor, and and I yeah. think that can be applied regardless of your age, regardless of your generation. Almost is like how can you be a platform, a, a foundation for someone else to to go further, to go, you know, beyond you, whether it's in the workplace or in church. Um, so yeah, no, it's 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 an honor, like you said, to lead um, and and a privilege and. I guess then, so how, what could we, you know, we've got lots of different generations watching this morning um, and, and we've got the summer holidays right now and lots of transitional kind of uh, decisions and, 
what's what's on the word I'm looking for. But you've got your new school starters in August. You've got P7s going to S1. You've got people starting university. You've got people starting new jobs, careers for the first time. Maybe people are retiring. And so life's very seasonal and there's always kind of transition. Any any top top tips as a pastor, <laughs> things <laughs> to help yeah. us when we're going from one season to the next or from yeah, one thing that's, to that's, another? That's a super question. And I think, uh, I think people need to know whether you're going into primary one, you're going into nursery, P2, three, four, five, six, or seven, or first year, second year, et cetera, in school, your final year of school, or going into university. I think we all just need, we, we need a word of, of, of comfort from people that everything is going to be okay. And That's you'll huge. make it through. Yeah. And uh, often it's just that, that word of encouragement to say people that you're going to make it, you can do it. There's a fear barrier, but you'll be fine. You'll make it through. And you're resilient enough to, you know, if we've, if we've all coped through COVID-19, a world pandemic, uh, we can yeah. cope in the next season. I think we need to, uh, yeah, just just tell people it, it's going to be okay. You're going to make it. And I think when a father, I've got three teenage children, three daughters. So just, just affirm them and say, you're doing good. You'll make yeah. it. Don't worry. Don't fear. Um, the Lord is with you. You will make it. His favor is upon you. Uh, I think it's just just simple words of affirmation to help people just push through into the next season. It's amazing how many, I've mentioned the, the guy called Gerald Coates that spoke to me many decades ago. And he said to me, he said, you need to have not just confidence in, you, in God, your God, you've got confidence in God. You need some confidence in yourself. And uh, it took me a few years to realize that was absolutely bang on. And I think we need one another just to say, yeah, God will help you through, but you can make it as well. But obviously yeah. with us, but you can do it and have that confidence, not just a self-confidence, a God confidence. I can do this. I can push, I can push through into this, this next season, whatever, whatever that looks like. Mm, that's awesome. So, um, We'll wrap it up. Uh, we'll try and try and we could go on all night. I could yeah. just yeah. hear you speak and your wisdom. I love it. Um, can I ask you a question, so Simon, just before you we can? Play? I think yeah, it'd be go really good it. just to get your thoughts because often people talk about what do you see? And uh, regarding a, a young generation for now, for the future, can I ask you, what do you see? <laughs> I think I'll come back to kind of what you referenced before about um, the, the current generation. And I guess I am part of that generation technically, but let's, let's talk about teenagers. Let's be really specific. They, they have a bad rep. Um, the media is all over their back. Um, generations before are often all over their back. And, and for me and, and Tori, it is, um, there's that scripture in Romans that says, speak things as if they were. Um, and, and how we, we want to guide our teenagers and we want to correct in, a, in the biblical sense where we come, but we want to speak life and we want to speak faith. And I think there's a, there's, there's a careful balance. And again, this, this is um, applicable in so many more situations. Is there's, there's identifying, an, let's say, an area of the city that, that is um, struggling. There's, there's a balance between identifying what it is but then also it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy 
And so I think as Christians, as Christ followers, we need to also speak with faith and with life. And so in terms of what we see is we see this generation going further than we ever did, growing the church further than we ever, ever managed to be more creative than, than we ever have been. Um, and our heart is, and this is not our resignation, <laughs> but our heart is that we will pass the baton on to some leaders that will take tribe way bigger, way further than me and Tori did. Um, and so for us, we just see a lot of potential, a lot of, a lot of young people who have incredibly untapped potential. Um, and, and we just need to affirm them um, and build them up to be confident in Christ, but not arrogant. And uh, that's, that's difficult sometimes. That's, that's a balance that you've got. But yeah, I just, see, I just see incredible potential in people, not just teenagers and people. And I think, yeah, we have to see the best in people and we have to speak it out. Like you ha- you've just told that amazing story how someone had to speak life into you and speak it out of you. And so that's kind of what me and Tori try and do is just bring out what's already kind of in there because God created everyone. God made you. Um, unique and so it's just calling it out sometimes um, so yeah I see a city being transformed by by the teenagers of today um, and being the next business owners the next leaders uh, the next church planters um, yeah I would last I'm, I'm rambling I love to talk about our young people I always say this to our young people is my heart is that when I see 30 40 young people in front of me and I'm speaking is is that I see in 10 years time, Olympians, medal winners, serving in, I don't know, armed forces, the next teachers, like, and not even necessarily in Dundee, like we want to release people. I want to hear stories of teenagers going maybe abroad and, and pioneering something. And, and I want it to come. I want the next dancers, the next writers to come from our youth ministry. I want it to come from our church. Not that we would be proud and, and check what we did, but just because uh, we believe in a God who, um, makes everyone with unique potential. Um, and so we just want to speak life into, into that. That's huge. I think it's great just to have, to have youth pastors who have got such a heart uh, for our young people is, is huge. And I think it's important that the rest of the church join in. We become the cheerleaders uh, of our mm. teenage, teenagers and our young adults and kids. We just, we're cheering them on, number one in prayer, but also in conversation, just that word of encouragement is huge. So brilliant. Thanks. Amazing. Now, thank you for your time this morning, Gordon. Um, And I hope you, you guys watching this morning, it's, it's it's encouraged you, it's challenged you. And uh, as I say, we just wanted to have this conversation. There's lots that goes on behind the scenes in church. And so sometimes it's just quite cool to just lift the lid a little bit. And, um, if you're watching this morning, you're wondering like, where do I fit into this? What, what does this look like for me? I'm not involved in the youth. Or I'm not in, um, I think just, just think, find three people in your world. Here's something you can do this week. Find three people in your world, whether they're the same age, younger, older, and encourage them. Send them a message this week. Three people, there you go, dead easy. Send them a message and tell them maybe one bit of potential that you see in them. So that's some dead, dead application this morning, dead easy application, just encourage three people. Cause that's what we're talking about is, is encouraging is about passing the baton to find three people. And if, if you are younger this morning um, and you're watching, find, find somebody that, and, and be like a leech in a, in a good way, find somebody that you can send a text to or have a conversation and say, can I just, 
kind of just rub shoulders with you for a few months or a few years and, and be humble enough to learn off them. Um, so thank you for joining us. Thank you, Gordon, for your time. And uh, we're going to go back to um, the chair this morning and uh, finish our service.